Last time on We'll Save. With the Belita falling lifeless to the floor, the group is left in thoughtful silence. Another painful reminder that they are just test subjects of a cruel and advanced collection of greys. Dr. Roque examines the body and deduces that the Belita died from a cortex bomb. This revelation leads Hears to believe that maybe Lozu and the other crew members of the Chimera died the same way. Our adventurers then investigate the adjacent room and find remnants of some demonic destruction. At a dead end, the group decides to face off once more with the Feral Greybounder. How will they fare this time? Find out this time on We'll Save! I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And don't you stop me. There's nothing you could do to stop me from saying it. You're not physically here. There's nothing you could say that could stop me from saying what I'm about to say. Wait, John. What the hell? Don't. What? Don't do it. Give me one good reason. Give me one good reason to not say it, Kev. I can just talk over you, too. Why? Like, la, 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 and then la, I would just la, mute you la, la, and put in like the voice of Pikachu uh, in the actual recording. <laughs> 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 so it's just Pikachu talking. <laughs> Alright, so what I'm going to say is that we are within <laughs> Avocado. Yeah, we'll just replace your avocado voice uh, with Hulhauser. No, we are within firing range of our 50th episode. Do you realize that? This is episode 41. 41. True. The range so of close. podcasts so. is ten episodes, so we are within firing range of episode fifty. That's a big thing. Is it? Wait, is that in the core rulebook? Yeah, that's in the core rulebook. If you start a podcast with Starfinder, then your range is ten episodes. Yeah, yeah. pretty crazy. Isn't oh, that crazy? It's in the bylaws. It's that pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, that's it's pretty really crazy. crazy. It doesn't feel real right now because we're at forty-one, and before you get to forty-five, you're like any number past the fives place is doesn't exist no we're like in that blurry stage we're like you know it, we, it doesn't feel like it's been like a f- like it feels like we've been recording just that yeah, we've been playing this like yeah you know forever yeah like right. like if we it's like we never not recorded yeah but at the same time it was it was just like yesterday that we started recording yeah because you know it's right after 50 is 52 it's a whole year it's a whole year whole year wow. oh it's God. like 50 is 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 a mirage on the horizon yeah and we, we recorded that first episode right before my son was born. And yes. And we're recording this episode right around my son's first year mark. But not to age the podcast or anything because <laughs> my son turned one in September. But to be fair. Hey! <laughs> this whole episode yeah, like is a dedicated to Grace. Good job. Yeah. And now Kevin's already getting into play with dice. Yep. 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 He's, yep. he's all set. Pretty soon he'll be on the podcast. I gave him that that big Kraken dice that I got from Gen Con. I, I decided to just let, let Grayson have it. That's it's, awesome. It's, it's big enough that he can't choke on it, so it's good. Yeah, because it's like it's huge. <laughs> Thank you, Kraken. <laughs> Thank you, Kraken, for, for making baby for when proof you need dice. Math rocks that are not choking hazards. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Duplo sized math rock. It's great. Go to go <laughs> go to Kraken. Who do you Thanks, think Grayson will play on the podcast? Who's his first character? Um, probably, uh, I don't know. He's probably not going to be able to like, even talk for like, a year. Okay. All right. <laughs> I well, think he could like make his terrifying <laughs> AI voice if we like digitize his voice. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's right. That's right. Oh my that's... God. He would be. Baby Baby voices are terrifying when you like post-process them. All right. Then let's post-process some baby voices. Yeah, let's do Grace, it. He's going to play all it. the goblins. All the goblins. Oh, I'm so down. <laughs> <laughs> also, that's he, actually a great idea. He needs to make yeah. any of your important roles. It's true. You just hand him the except big guy. For, 
he's usually asleep by the time we start recording, so mm. that's not mm. that's not possible. Well, if we were Grayson, Grayson, wake up, roll this for me. Hey, hey, kid. Ooh. He did say like he, he's funny because he's he's in that stage right now where he's like repeating things, but not like he's not like actually repeating things because you know he doesn't have the vocal like ability yet. But he's like mimicking things. Wait, and he yeah, sneezed. Okay, I'm sorry, I think the chair broke a little bit in the back. <laughs> Wait, right. Nick, what happened? Uh, his, his chair Nick's broke. Chair Jill broke. asked if he's okay. Well, that's canon now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's saying in the episode that Nick's chair broke. <laughs> Your face looked like you were choking on something. I legit yeah, was like, I had not one. Nick got poked because something went through the uh, seat cushion. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got to buy a new chair now, so that's one of the things I got to do. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, now this is back up the river, but um, all I was going to say <laughs> is that Grayson oh, sneezed, and I'd said Gazuntite to him, and he replied with Gazuntite. <laughs> I was like, so my, my son tried that's to say awesome, Zoom tight, and I was like, that's that's impressive. That's kid. awesome. That's, Thank you, Will. That was perfect. That was perfect. That's what I'm going to say from now on. When everybody sees this, that's fine. That's, that's how that goes. Nick, are you okay? Are you traumatized from the chair break? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all good. Okay. Did you get a stool to replace the chair, or are you back in the same chair? Oh, I'm back in the same chair. It's still workable. So. Don't you sell office equipment? <laughs> Not chairs, dude. Not chairs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's like chair salesman, the lowest of the low. I'm at the yeah. top. Which, by <laughs> the way, I'm at the top of the food chain. Tomorrow's a busy day for me, actually. I got one demo and an RFP due. Oh, so what's an RFP? Request for an proposal R- for Pas- for the oh. city of Pasadena Finance Department. I got I got TPS reports due. Okay, awesome. Yeah, we we all got some work to do, but right now. We got some stuff for to play. But I have a question yeah, wait, first. Wait. Oh, wait. What, Kev? Go. I was just going to say, like, we, we did some research and stuff, and you can, in fact, use supercharge on a grenade, according to the rules. You can. But but it's an area attack, so it only gives a plus two D6, ah. where a single attack gives you a plus four D6. So just keep that in mind. I think maybe we should... When, again, you, say, we should, when you say we did some research... Who are you referring to? Who are you really uh, referring to? I personally looked it up, but at the same time, of course, I referred back to our paralegals at the on firm. Discord. Yep. And, Thanks, and Jeremy was very quick to respond. Yep. And, Thanks, Jeremy. And, yeah. Thanks, Jeremy. Member of the willing. Uh, our paralegal well, uh, and member of the willing. A well of knowledge. Well of knowledge. Will of knowledge. Yes. He is. Yes. Yes. I wasn't <laughs> asking a question, but I kind of just want to get into the game. You guys want to no, get No, ask in? the question. You sure? You sure? Ask the yeah, question. Do it. All right. This is one of those questions that you just gotta you just gotta roll with it. You're a burglar, and you've been contracted to take to burgle somebody's house. I, th- I think that's the technical term, or Bogart. But you can only take things that mildly inconvenience people. What do you take? Is this for the characters or for the players? This is just for the players. I just want to know. Oh. I just saw this and thought this is this is a great question. Take all the toilet paper. Yeah, that was Ooh, my first go-to. That is good. <laughs> That's pretty bad. I would probably take like one half of every pair of shoes they have. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> <my bite. laughs> That's good. That's really, pretty That's bad, really good. I, I, I would take the batteries out of everything and put it right back where it was. And that way they wouldn't even notice. That, but they'd know like their things weren't working. Oh, that's, that's cruel. Yeah. That's cruel. <laughs> You just reverse them inside. That's I thought of oh yeah, just turn them around. <laughs> They're like I thought. I thought that I put them right. I didn't even steal anything. The batteries are inside. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I cut them off from the electrical grid, so they go inside, and everything's just off. That sounds that's that's majorly <laughs> inconvenient. That's yeah, actually that's, really yeah, inconvenient. that's hugely inconvenient. That's like affecting quality of life. Yeah. What if, so what if so it's taking all the toilet paper? <laughs> no. What if what if it um they had like. Uh, a snowstorm and yeah. all their heaters were electric. You just killed a family, you, man. You just we, killed we, them, dude. We should you failed the mission. Kevin lives in Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna jokingly say this, but liabilities. Liabilities. Naturally. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> That's always what it is. That's always what it is. Yeah. Seriously, what I a- think we should. I, seriously, I think we should have a shirt that says "Join the willing or become a liability." That's actually pretty good. That's, That's yeah. <laughs> That's a really for all of you willing and all of you listeners. We are taking birch ideas as of now, apparently. So, if, so if you have suggestions, please send them to us. I was thinking either uh, yeah. the plate inside the microwave or shaving gel. 
because both it just sucks yeah, to yeah. not have any uh, you know what's the plate inside the microwave thing yeah the the, the disc like the plate the, that rotates the disc that, that the oh you, you like steal that plate yeah, yeah just, just you can buy one on amazon not an inconvenience you, but you see it was mild soap, that's the point you could okay. also steal the knife and silverware set so they have to eat everything with their hands. What if what if you dulled all the knives? Ooh, see, that is some next-level thinking. Because <laughs> yeah. then you're cutting the tomato, and then all the juice yeah, just gets like, on the oh, counter. Like, I gotta go get another knife. Uh, yeah, and, nope. then, and then they're out of their... They only have one shoe, so they can't really go anywhere, and they gotta walk to the store. They yeah. just try so to tenderize what... everything so that it just like, slides apart when you pull it. It's, it's, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Alright, now, are we ready to play, Kev? I will defer yeah. to Kev. Kev, are we ready to play? Oh, I'm the... T- yeah, we're ready. Okay, cool. Let's do it! Alright, let's play! Let's play! Let's play. Let's play. I was trying to mimic the voice I did in, I think, in episode two, when I was like, let's play! I think let's I overemphasized play. it. Let's, let's play. play! Starfinder. Wait, 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 Starfinder. short story real quick. Uh, so John John was in a band uh, and they performed at a live uh, or not live but like a, a movie in the park and before the movie oh, yeah. and the movie was going to be The Mask and he was so excited during his show he was like we're going to sing just one more song and then after that we're going to watch The, the Mask yeah, I was and like, his voice like crackled and it was just like oh it was Aww. it was a magical moment I was transported back to my voice team The Mask, <laughs> the mask. <laughs> yeah it was great was that the gig up in Altenditas was that yeah. the gig up in Elton Dina? Yeah, Kev, I think you and I both went to that. Yeah, Bodie was there. Yeah. It was a good time. It, it, no, that was the one where we were watching. He's done that gig more than once. Honestly, yeah, my gigs are where times. I practice my voices yeah. for all the NPCs. That's right. So there's going to be one who's like, hey! He's like, had like cracks. <laughs> hey, let's watch The Mask. Yeah. Hey, the favorite movie's The Mask. That's where you did your goblin voices. Yeah. Grandpa Jim Jim let <laughs> us watch Jaws. Jaws, yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, Hashtag couples right, retreat. Okay. Couples retreat. All right. Let's play. Let's play. I'm sorry for de- 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 it's fine. derailing it's it. It's okay. Just going to take it out on your character, not you. It's fine. Rude. Rude. So, you guys, the last time, last episode was not a lot of physical combat. It was a lot of mental concern. Not mental combat, just mental concern. As you guys dealt with the fact that possibly the first individual since leaving the Chimera, possibly even maybe in the whole adventure so far, that you've met died in front of you after trying to attack you, feeling driven out of fear. You understand that their death might not be in vain as you might begin to understand more about your circumstances from their death so Dr. OK takes some tissue samples from this Bolita to be studied at a later date you continue and move into the only other door there are two doors that you know that you have left unexplored one is on the other side of that feral gray bounder and the other is just on the other side of this hallway that you were in so you go to that room completely empty air frigid giant crack filled with ice and some pale material in the wall you ascertain that some sort of external force caused this crack to happen and likely everything in the room was just taken out emergency sealant and ice filled up the crack and as you're leaving you do detect a sense of supernatural evil, extra planar. It could possibly be from whatever demonic whims or experiments that the Greys have had. So you steal yourselves, and through some moments of levity in this hellish place, you make your way back to the data foundry where the gray was originally and back to the two doors leading into the room with the gray bounder your plan get to the second door Nico hacks it so it only opens a little bit hears supercharges the grenade Dr. OK ready to 
be on standby. Attack. I'm heal. ready to slime it out with anybody. He slimes just as good as any Osharu. That's what they say. He's going to slime Nickelodeon style. <laughs> There's a laugh track to pull a rope and slime just falls down on, 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 on top of you. Yeah. Oh, it's like when you, when you accept the Kid's Choice Award. Yeah. So, because you're supercharging a grenade. Wait, wait, wait. What, wait, what, wait. what, what, what? All right, so before we before we get into what's going to happen, I do want to bring up like uh, conspiracy theory conversation stuff. Mm, please, so always welcome. If, if the Belita, if the Belita had the Cortex bomb, so did the other Greys. Everybody on board had them. We know now that like yes, it was some kind of simulation, right? The Chimera was some kind of simulation, but it was an actual ship, and the people on board were actual people yep. with these chips in their necks or these bombs in their necks. So it could be that Lozu and these other characters were kidnapped prior and then brainwashed possibly into either replaying their own histories or playing out the scripts that the Greys had given them. I still think they're people like us and I kind of am wondering whether or not we have those chips in our head. So I think that needs to be a priority for us to find. So we we will find out when we have the time. I hope. Yeah. Um, Wait, couldn't we just look at like shine a flashlight into Doctor O'K's neck and see because he's <laughs> translucent? translucent. Yeah, that actually might work, John. I'm going to defer to the expert himself, the Oshar, Doctor O'K. Uh. Sure, I suppose. I don't uh, think that your skin is translucent. Uh, perhaps there's some confusion as to the makeup of my skin, but um, I don't. I know it's stronger than your kin, or like <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But what I mean by uh, in, in this sense, uh, you can't see through me. Um, yeah, but like human skin, you can shine a light through it and see. Okay, glow. Your skin's sure. more more so. Come, right? so come give Doctor Okay your full. Here, I'll. You want to hold a, pull up a tentacle, take a look for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Have at it, droid. All right. Uh, yeah, Rick pulls out his flashlight and shines it through your hand. And, and is like, I, I believe we might be able to see if there was anything in there. Can you please stretch out your neck? <laughs> I, well, wait, hold on. We're opening right, a door right this. now, guys. <laughs> we're opening a door. We opened a door last time. Okay, let's yeah, pause. Yeah, okay, we did all actually right, open right, the door. All right. Okay, so wait, but now oh, back to the opening the door conversation. Well, uh, um, hold on. I don't know that you can just see through Dr. Okay. That's, that's my general sense, is that Dr. Okay is not like translucent. Like, I don't think when surgeons go into the OR, they're like, all right, give me your flashlight. And they just put it on the back of your head to like see what's in there. You know? John's just like, yeah. I don't know if I want it to be that easy. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. No. <laughs> no, but in general, I don't know that Osharus have like transparent skin where you can just shine a light and see their organs. Like, I don't know. Well, I think, I think no. Will is in agreement. No. there. I mean, there's bioluminescence in my body that's giving off light. Like, how could you even... You couldn't even really penetrate that. I'm honestly light. not going to say that you can't do it. Like, y- you should try and do it. What kind of radiation are you hitting me with, Kev? Photons. It's <laughs> good enough for Marvel. Uh, okay, so it's not going to work. Anyways, um, moving back to I the grenade. I would give you some measure of success if you rolled really high. No, it's and we're in the middle of throwing a grenade, John. Stop trying to distract us. I'm just trying to You're say the what one you could distracted do. us, Kev. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, you are. So here, you're you're gonna supercharge your grenade. You're throwing it. Yeah, but we talked about this off air. We looked it up rule wise. Yeah, I think it's better to have an understanding of what we're doing. No, it's two d six. So so the way a supercharged weapon is written is, if you're doing a single attack, it is four d six of damage. If you're doing an area effect that hits multiple or all creatures in the area, then yeah. it is only 2d6 of damage. Mm. So we're technically wasting the supercharge on a single player. If that, that makes any sense. That being said, as much as I would love to recall it, I 
don't think we should retcon it. Yeah. I mean, he but, hasn't done it uh, yet, so, like, uh, Rick could just yank the grenade away from him before he supercharges. I feel like you already committed to doing it. If you don't, if you really don't want to do it, uh, make your case, but I feel like you're already committed to doing it. I agree. We already had so much discussion about it. The door is opening now, so okay. it's I done. just don't like to make uninformed decisions and you force us into these well, uninformed sorry, decisions I, I when we can't read review. The d- description well enough. I would have called objection and would have sidebarred it. And we, we would have gotten you would have some cons- rules, yeah. illegals in. I know. Yeah, but spent some billable hours. Who's with the, here? Brain idea was this anyhow? But so, yeah, the situation is filing an injunction that. against us. Proceed as planned. So here's what's going to happen. Proceed. Because you're supercharging the grenade, you said it's so it's three d six now, right? Or it's or it's, it's now two d six fourteen d six. No, no, no. It's it's an extra two d six, and the grenade does one d six. Yes. Grenade does 1d6, and then the, the supercharged weapon does extra 2. 2. So if you do six. it on, on, so on a regular weapon, then it does 4d6. Right, right, right. Okay, so yes. that is more than I thought originally. But I will still say that my thought is this. You're supercharging a frag grenade, correct? And you're throwing uh, incendiary. incendiary grenade, incendiary. and you're throwing it into a small space mm-hmm. uh, with a rock ceiling. So I'm just going to say right now that if you meet a threshold of damage, then I will something will happen, and that something will cause essentially probably random rocks or random events to happen, and they will happen probably for a certain number of rounds and be based on the square, randomly decided which square it will happen in a small room. So if you are in that room and you are in that square, when it lands in that square, then you will take damage uh, or something will happen. And you will have a chance to obviously avoid that happening. Uh, but yeah, just telling you, since that's the choice that you made, that's likely what will happen depending on the damage that you roll. All right. Hey, let's do this. I'm sorry. And again, just rule, rules lowering the sh- the, all this stuff. Um, the incendiary grenade only has a five foot radius. So it's not even going to fill the whole room. Oh, what the so fuck? So our whole plan is bunk. Well, well, wait, no, we we were told, yeah, we, we're it's all. It's a five we're foot all, radius. All kinds of misinformation. That's a terrible freaking grenade. It's a terrible grenade. In this universe, the Starfinder universe. So it's a five what? foot radius. So it's only gonna do. It's it's a it's one square. Go. It's a square. Well, it's, it's a five foot be radius. Be, it'd, be two, it'd be four squares. Four squares. Because you hit a corner. Yeah. Well, so but you well, you decide which square you're gonna be in when you throw it. You'd no, you pick a corner, and so it hit a corner, and it would be five, five in each direction. So it would be four squares. Okay. It's still not a crap plan because even if you throw it in the center of the room, so long as it reaches the damage threshold, the debris falling from the ce- ceiling will do extra damage too. Maybe it's. I will random. say that the one thing that I will say is that because you're throwing it in, I'm going to give you one perception check to try and see where the creature is. There you go. To That's see nice. what's going on. Because and you have a small sliver, so I believe it's Rick nineteen who is in that space, correct? Yes. So uh, let's do well, and and Nico. Well, but Rick nineteen is the one who's throwing it. Yeah. So Rick nineteen is the only yeah. person who gets the perception check. There's no other aid. Okay. Just you. I think it makes sense since you're just trying to open it, close it. Yeah. You're gonna roll the I big, agree. the big kraken die. All right, we're all on roll twenty. I'm, I'm gonna bring you guys over. My son's duplo sized kraken die. Yep. Okay, you guys should see yourselves Cracking there, roughly down. in the order. Dr. K, you're right outside the range of uh, of sight there, but you can still grab your pawn, I think, yeah? Yes. Here's, I forget why yes. why you have a rook on your, rook symbol on your thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, but it's kind of cool. It's neat. Oh, what is going on in roll 20? Sometimes yes, what's going on in roll 20? Something just happened on roll 20. Uh, I changed you guys to a new map. Yeah, scroll down to the bottom right. I know, it's like when I scroll, it like is pulling all sorts of directions. It's fine. I, I got it to work. Thanks, Rule 20. Thanks, Rule 20. Sexy doodles. In all honesty, I like this one a lot. Okay, come I on, like crack and die. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty sweet for what come it does. On, it's probably the best of the bunch, honestly, in my mind. I have a lot of criticisms, but... There are some other ones. I was trying to do some research, but this will never air, because then that would sound like we're trying to get away from Rule 20. But they don't sponsor us anyway, oh, yeah. so who cares? So if you <laughs> want to make sure that what you say won't make it to air, 
just insult one of our non-existent sponsors. That's the way to do it. Like Linux. Yeah, take that, Sprite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sprite. Yeah, it's lame. <laughs> Seven up is way better. <laughs> you know what? Screw you, Aspirin. You suck. Yeah. Screw you, I, Bayer. I hate, I hate Versace. I hate, they, yeah. God. <laughs> Gucci too. Get out Also, here. Kia's? Nah. Get the hell out. Whoa. Yeah, Don't I want a car Kia. shaped like a square. I, like I drive Kia's. Kia's. Hold on. We can't go I there like on the Kia's. Kia's. Yeah, that's because you're a chair salesman. You're the lowest of the low, Nick. That's why you got just not one of the chairs out of your Kia. You piece of... He's, he's sitting in his, uh, his Kia chair. Yeah. <laughs> Kia makes chairs. That's why yours broke. That was hot Um, let's do this if you guys are ready we're going to roll for initiative and we're going to start with Kev who's going to go first but we're going to be in initiative order and Kev will go first Wait, do, uh, no, I had my big dice out. Now I have to get my little dice out. Well, yeah, because that's what we got to do. Okay, so roll do it. for we initiative. We are rolling for 10, initiative. 10 plus something. 10 plus something. Uh, 10 plus 4, 14. Uh, I don't like this one. I want this one. I didn't like that no, roll either. Let like me do this. it again. No, don't. Just kidding. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was a joke. Get out of here, kitty cat. Nico, Ryan's got a 16. Let's go in order. Give me un momento. Poor favor. Let me roll my first die here with this new set that I got. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's that's the roll that I was looking for. Hilarious. All right. Who got a 20 or over? All right. 15 or over. That's me. Nico, you got 16. Anybody else? Going once, going twice. Ten or over. Okay. Rick raised his hand. Good for radio. What did you get? <laughs> what did you I roll? You, four, you asked me first. I got a 14. You got a 14. Okay. All right. Five or over. We're getting here in the, chairs, I the chair salesman range. With my, uh, Wait a second. I don't want to be compared to a chair salesman. Also, yeah, I got a, <laughs> I got a five on my new Norse Foundry dice. Oh, wow. I got, five. I got a six. Wow. Okay. For a total of seven. <laughs> you had seven last time that we, that I had this in the Don John, so it's perfect. I feel like it would make sense, though, because I'm at least like outside of the immediate area yes. from the rest of the, the guys. 100%. And just kind of like rolling my eyes. And I think it makes sense that Nico <laughs> is first because he is just has been, he's ready to go. He's ready to close the door. Then, then it's Rick. Then Dr. K is in the back. And I'm guessing that here is maybe you were just casting Supercharge. So you're coming out of that mental space, right? Where you're, where you were casting the spell. Yeah, we'll just so that say that. That is the that. order that and we're in. And it kind of makes sense too because like Rick's Gets the surprise around, throws the grenade, right? And exactly. Then he has to like shift back to his weapon. Yeah. Okay. So it all makes sense. It all makes it's sense. It's amazing. <laughs> these these random rolls, perfectly Nothing aligned. Nothing is truly reality. random. Nothing is truly random. <laughs> Nothing happens by accident. <laughs> Picking up on the threads, finding universe. finding connections, finding connections. <laughs> all right. Uh, so Rick, I believe you have one perception check, and it will tell you the square in which the monster is in. And then from there, you can know. You press the door, right? Nico presses it open. It stops. Maybe there's like a foot that it's open. Maybe 10 inches. Just enough for you to see the room. Throw it where you want to throw it. And you got to give me a perception check. As as it comes open, uh, you can see the room here on roll 20, though. It's that same room where there's just still a bunch of dust. There's that. There's this wall with, like, gold and silver wires running up from the floor to the ceiling. And there's this machine with shards of smoky crystal that are anchored inside of it. And there is a, like, completely smashed and destroyed workstation in the southwest corner along with a chair. And there's some sort of humanoid form that you can see among the wreckage there. Uh, and there's just debris and rubble everywhere. And as you open the door, you do all of you in your minds hear this like, oh god, no, not not that again. Give me your your perception check, Rick nineteen. Okay, so I'm rolling my. It's a two inch face to face. Amazing. Uh, 
Amazing. Per- by cracking dice. Sparkly cracking dice. dice. You know who's uh, not Cherry is Cracking. The problem is that this dice doesn't <laughs> <No>. fit into <laughs> my dice towers. Oh, that's true. Um, and I'm not going to roll it on my glass desktop. You want to roll um, on the floor? So I'm, I'm just dropping on the floor. Um, which I have a carpet floor, so. Okay. That was a twenty. Oh, no, no kidding! <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. There we Natural go. Natural twenty. Crack, cracking face up. Yeah, it was cracking. Uh, thank you, cracking. Cracking up. Cracking up. Cracking up. Um, you love to see it. So it's a. A, f- a 20 with a plus 6, a 26 to see this thing. All right. I'm going to say because that was just so perfect. Something it's about. It's like right at the crack. Yeah, like the door it's opens right in front it's of your right face. There, like, <laughs> no. I see it. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ugly. So you see there must be something from this mass of gold and silver and crystals that that light that's emanating from it. It's pulsing. And as you hear that snarl in your mind, you are able to see that immediately, I'm just going to reveal it here at roll 20, immediately in front of that mass is where this bounder is. And you see that it's probably about 15 feet away, uh, almost in front of the door on the other side of the room. And you remember that when this thing first attacked you, it charged and pounced at you and it got two attacks and so as a result it is something that is gonna back up and it's gonna ready itself to charge and pounce that's why it's in the square that it's in right there okay so that's comforting yeah it's ready to do the do uh and rick 19 you have a you have a chance to throw your grenade all right and i'm i'm gonna say that nico probably you have a you probably readied your action for throwing the grenade, so then you can take your turn immediately, right? Well, That's yeah. So I readied my action to close the door immediately after the grenade's thrown. Yeah, because I don't want to rob that from you. You've got that no. plan, um, and obviously mm-hmm. you don't know the initiative of the creature, but mm-hmm. I don't want to take away that that thought from you. So Techni- technically, here's at this point is supercharging it because he readied it. So yeah, so Rick, as like the door slides open, Rick has his eyes on the door, mm-hmm. and he can see this thing straight ahead. Yeah, um, and then he he feels the grenade just glow with power as he just charges it. It's kind of a warm glow, and and he just lobs it between the door right at the thing. So Ooh. I'm gonna aim. I'm actually gonna aim for the aim back small. side of it here. Where? Oh, the corner. Okay, so it's the corner between. The smashed workstation and the creature. Yeah. So I again, we got to double check how how th- throwing weapons work. But I it says I have a plus five on Hero Lab. Then um, I think that would mean that you would hit it because technically I think for grenades you have to hit AC five to hit that square. So you would just roll okay, to I make think it's sure like that you did modifier and something else. Yeah. yeah, you would just roll to make sure that you didn't critically fail. That's the that's the move. And there. I have a range of twenty, so it'd be right at my my actual range. Okay. That makes that makes a lot of sense. So you don't even want me to roll for that? No, <laughs> no, you do need to roll because the whole point is that don't roll a one. Yeah, don't roll a one because if you roll a one, that's the fail. Oh, I rolled a seven. Okay, close, close. <laughs> that was uh, probably not the roll you wanted to have, but it was close. No. All right. So you throw this. You throw you throw the grenade. And it lands in the square, and as it's being thrown, you still hear that, like, in your mind. It hits the square, and I'm pretty sure that as it's thrown, Nico, you're watching. You see yep. the grenade leave his hand. Yep. Beep. Beep. It closes. And as soon as it closes, there is just a massive, like, that just rings the door and you feel the ground beneath you vibrate and I'll put in some crazy big explosion sound that I don't have ready on uh, Sirenscape right now but that is insane you need to roll for damage and let's see what damage you do alright so it's 1d6 from the grenade itself okay that was a 2 okay um, then w- another 2 okay and a 1 <laughs> oh. Five plus seven. damage, plus seven from the supercharge. 
because it's 2d6. Wait, you get 2d6 two, two oh, plus you rolled the 2d6. I rolled, I rolled oh, the d6s, I was yeah. For you. Sorry. My bad. Oh, oh, damn, let's take yours then. I rolled 7. <laughs> on the, on the I two think D6s. it would make sense. I think it would make sense that if you did that, uh, then so it was two plus seven, so nine. Yeah. Okay. Nine points. That, that makes me feel better. I'm gonna yeah. burn my dice now. Nine. <laughs> I'm gonna burn the dice that I just that I that I got. They're made of aluminum, so that's not gonna yeah, really do much to it. Uh, let's see. Okay. It's good to know. Yeah. I, also, are there any harmful effects to this thing, like um, like inflamed or horror or what? To the incendiary like, grenade? grenade? Like, d- does the incendiary grenade have any additional effects in addition to the damage? Yeah, it has a critical effect, but we didn't hit the critical. So. You didn't okay. hit the crit. Didn't hit the crit. There's a reflex save, right? Too legit for the crit. For the grenade? Uh, that I don't know. There is. Believe there is. Reflex. You can attempt a reflex save. It's a DC 15. DC 15. All right. Let's see if... That that halves damage. That halves damage. Ooh, that was a natural one on the reflex save. So it takes. Ooh, yeah. So it quadruples damage. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see that part in the in the core rulebook. Yeah, it's, it's in there. I swear. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's just written in in handwriting. Yeah. <laughs> I will just tell you guys so you know that part of the gray bounders and grays, their phase ability. They do have a 20% mischance against attacks and effects targeting it directly, and they only take half damage from area effects. So it takes half damage. Oh, come on. From area effects. All right, but so it's half of the quadruple damage, right? There's, there's The quadruple damage is not real, <laughs> but it's half of that damage. Good try, so, Nick. I saw which, your so, sales so if you have, So if you would have failed the, or passed the fortitude save, it would have been half of the half? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, so then that it takes the full amount of half. Nine, so then it's like, what, four? Four. Yeah, you always okay. run it out. So it takes four points of damage, and I'll never throw in a grenade. Wow, again. that was not a good use of supercharged weapon in retrospect. Damn it. Well, knowing it's because all of, of this the grenades. Shit. Yeah, well, yeah. There's also the fact that I think grenades get a lot better the lot higher mark they are, right? If they're yeah. like, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, also, I kind of think it makes it. sense from a story standpoint. We don't necessarily know what we're up against, and yeah. we're fighting these things, so we're fighting living living individuals that are yeah. just like us. Exactly. We're figuring so, it out. Yeah. Yeah. And you fought good point. now too. So I, I figured you would probably know that by now. You would recall that there's this phase effect that they have. So well, we'll recall from now on. That's for sure. But. That's for sure. All right. Because I'm that's an avocado you, eating down. That's an avocado <laughs> eating bounder. I'm going to tell you right now, you met the critical threshold. Wait, what? What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, the damage for the room? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Wow. Yeah. So, but considering the fact that... The fortitude save was for the room, not for the boundary. I did roll a fortitude save for the room. I totally forgot about that. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and work that in. Um, But I will, for now, I think we're going to just move in initiative order. And we will see what happens. Top of round one. It's the Grey Bounder's turn. What does it do? You don't know. Next up, Nico, what are you doing? So Nico is going to look back to the rest of the group. He's like, all right, guys, you ready to do this again? Rick 19, get in position. If you got a rifle, get it ready. And we're just going to, I'm going to open the door just to sliver again. And you're going to shoot through the door. Copy that. And he he kneels down uh, and holds her uh, laser up over his shoulder. Wait a second. Question. Yes. Could we theoretically all... So, the bounder just went in initiative order. Yeah, Can we it delay did, an action? It, yeah, I mean, you can guess that it probably delayed or ready an action. It did something. Mm-hmm. It did something. Okay, but we know it just acted first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and we could coordinate opening the door for a sliver. So, could we all theoretically, like, shoot simultaneously? Within the same six seconds, yeah. The problem is, is that his action is to open the door, so then it's going to be the next round to close it. Yep. Mm. Unless you're doing two move actions and he delays one move action. But it does it does give us cover. It does give us some extra cover. And it'll make it difficult for the thing to slip through. Against Rick. And, yeah. Or somebody else closes it in st- on their turn. Well, Dr. Okay, if you want to be the one I, closing it, uh, I got some pretty good range skills. Here is your last in initiative, right? Yep. Okay. So, so, so what are you going to do? 
Well, just just to be to clarify, like so, if Nico doesn't do any actions except open and shut the door, he has two move actions because he can, has a move and a standard. So he can use his move action to open the door and his standard to shut it. So he could just delay his standard action to shut. I don't but that would that also to... move my place in initiative order too. I also don't know that you can like take one action then delay the rest of your action. Yes, yeah, you can. You can. So that's, I think it's better if that's he what delay opens it. Is. There's shoot. delay turn and delay action. You can Hears, delay. Closes it. Okay. Magic. If you're not sure what to do with your turn, you can delay an action. You must declare your delay before taking any actions on your turn. This does not require spending a action. No, do you see what I'm saying, though, guys? We can coordinate our opening between us as characters. Can't can't we, like, can't Nick allow Hears to close the door for him? He'd have to, like, open it and move, and then Hears would have to, like, reach through him to shut but it. But you can occupy the same square as a friendly. I can, you can pass, you can move through it. I can also just have, I have an invisible servant. He can close doors for me as like a, a cantrip. Oh, there you go. So there you go. That is cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. He can do that. You don't need to move or whatever. Okay. So, so sorry, there's delay, which moves your turn. You're right. It's a full turn. We didn't want to move his turn. I want to keep our initiative order the same. We just coordinate closing the door. That's fine. But yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. So, like, open, attack, close, all in one round, basically. Right? Yeah. So, explain to me how this is going to happen. What's your plan, Mark? Uh, Nico, open the door. Yeah. And then fire. And then, could you walk through the Kevin, fire. And then I'll fire. And then you'll close the door with the servant. Nico, and then on the next turn, Nico will step back and hold an action to fire. Just do it again. Well, yeah. So, okay. So, Nico's going to open the door. That's your turn. Mm-hmm. Then Rick is going to fire. No, this is not his whole turn. He can shoot, right? But you're yeah, only going to open it up a little bit. If you only open up a little bit, you can't shoot past the door. The only person who can shoot is Rick. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so we want to open it all the way? No. Uh, no. That's to give cover. So that thing, that way, this thing can't get us. I don't want that thing near me. The only person that can attack is Rick. We can close it before the end of our turn, before it acts. So effectively, it's like that six seconds, right? Well, it'll still be up against the door. So the moment we open, it might get an attack of opportunity. It could eventually move to us, right? And then oh yeah, if it's at the door, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) It would get an attack of opportunity. Ah fuck. I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> sure you do, Kev. Sure you do. Uh, so, unless you're holding a melee weapon, in which case you could. What's it going to be? Nico, it's your turn. What's it, so, what's it, what's it going to be? Nico's going to open the door again uh, just a smidge. Okay. And he's going to say, Rick, take your shot. Okay. The door opens again the same 10 or 12 inches. Uh and Rick, you just see the creature like bound towards you, and you hear in your mind like you do not belong. As this creature starts to move toward you, and it has now moved its place in initiative. And I believe, unless you're going to do anything else with your turn, Nico, then it will be Rick's turn. Yep. Okay. Rick, what are you doing on your turn? You got this creature right in front of you. If I use a range attack, he's gonna hurt me. This is so annoying. Got it with your axe. Well, I, I don't know if I can strike through the oh, yeah. ten inches that are open. Well, remember he he I don't just know have cover. Where, yeah, you'd have he, cover. Like yeah, like like it has cover from you. Get, you have cover you from it. Yeah. Get an AOO because you have cover. Does cover? Oh, that's right. Does cover pr- no, prevent AOOs? Yeah, I think so. Uh, not melee, or it, no? It does cover prevent melee? No, like no. It, we, this on. was this was talked about in the Discord. Like, so yeah, we, you can attack and then hide again. Oh, you can attack from cover with melee. I thought, from what I understood from that conversation, you can attack from cover with a ranged weapon and not an incur an attack of opportunity. I thought if you're behind cover, cover, yeah. So it's a, that would make sense. Why would it, someone get an attack of opportunity from a 12 inch? Opening in a door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to look for. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're absolutely right about that. Um, I just want to look at combat modifiers real quick. Yeah, if you have cover relative to an enemy, you can't make an attack opportunity against you. Boom, done. Okay, so Rick is gonna shoot. Okay, so you're gonna uh, shoot. It will have cover from you. Uh, I think 
tell me if I'm wrong, I think from all of that, it's probably going to be improved. Well, the fact that, that you guys are, like, it's right in front of you, I would have said improved cover, uh, but I, I feel like it's just standard cover, which is plus four to AC, plus, plus two to bonus. So it will have cover from you, you will have cover from it. Yeah? Makes sense. Yeah. Just just cover, not, not improved not cover. Not improved cover. Okay. Uh, what's ref on here? Reflex. Lab. Oh, okay. okay. That makes sense. So, after all this, Nico opens the door. This bounder snarls in your mind and tells you that GTFO comes up to right in front of Rick, this mouth <coughs> gnashing at you, scorpion tail. You shoot, and... I have a 5 plus 8 for a total of 13. You, oh, yeah, that's not gonna... I guess EAC or KC? Probably EAC, right? EAC. EAC. Yeah, that's not gonna hit. It's not gonna do the trick you want yep, okay you want to do anything else That's with fine. your turn poop your pants you want to take a guarded step back behind me and then, <laughs> That's so, and then yeah, you'll gar- just rocket boot out of there <laughs> guarded step. <laughs> and then that would i mean technically that could open up the the lane for here's to take a shot and then he could use unseen yeah, server. I'll do a guard step back. Nico, if you're going to take a shot, because actually, Nico, it is. Uh, well, actually, it's Dr. O'Kay's turn right now. So we'll get to you, Nico, if you take a shot. Uh, so is the door open? The door is open. You do have line of sight. I feel like since you're more than 10 feet away, it, it might become improved cover, but I feel like he's right there. So it's probably just cover. Like it's a pretty clear shot. Okay. He's right at the So door. I'm going to hit him. With the Casta Jet Liquidator. Casta Jet Liquidator. Yeah. You aim it over here's a shoulder and you God. shoot. <laughs> yeah. Kapow. Ooh. Do you see wow. this? What, what I don't. That? A 19. 19. Was a nutty 19. There we All go. right. That Score is going to be a, a hit against uh, the uh, AC. That's, yeah, that's KAC, right? Against KC plus. The four. It's, so it's 20, 23. 23. Yeah, it's going to be a hit. Let's see. As you shoot, let's see if it phases through the creature. No. It seems like for a second, almost in slow motion, it, it, it seems to phase as if it thinks it's going gonna, it's gonna to go right through. And then it comes back into phase and your Costa Jet, boom, hits the fleshy, muscular, gray, feral beast. How much damage you do? Max damage. Or nice. no, not quite max damage. But, oh. uh, six. Six damage. Woo! Okay, you hear in your mind's eye, you hear this like, <laughs> and then this like, I will rip you open. <laughs> and the snarl comes into your brain as a response to your shot. Here's your turn. Unless you want to do anything else, Dr. Okay. No, that's it. Okay. Here's what you're going to do. Right. So when it comes for you, <laughs> when it comes for me, uh, so no one's covering the. I can, I can just like run up and press it and then like keep moving, right? To like close it, or is that like a full like movement action just to close the door? Are they going to use your ghost hand? Well, thing I might not to need it? to because no one's in my way anymore. Maybe. Well, Nico's right uh, there, right? Yeah, I think it's in this oh. five. Do, five do okay. you want to close the door now? Well, yeah. I mean, that was plan. That was your plan. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, here's like, uh, says like, wakey, wakey to his like little servant. He hasn't named him yet, but maybe like patch or something. I don't know. And then like this like servant <laughs> comes out of his hand and then he like walks over to the, the door and closes it. He's like, Nico, you feel like a ghostly, like being like go right in front of you and almost into your body. Cause it's like right there. Okay. I think it could probably phase through this wall. It probably could. That's, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> Oh, oh! You mean the the gray bounder? If we could have uh, done that, it would have done it already. Can I do a culture check to see if they can face? I guess you wouldn't be. Ooh, no. But. Well, I'll say, uh, players, give me a wisdom check. All right. Oh man. Use your player <laughs> wisdom bonus. It's whatever you uh, think it is. Five plus three <laughs> is eight. Nineteen plus three. That's a twenty-two. <laughs> Oh, I'm okay. gonna say that you you do recall that the gray in the data foundry at some point was able to like move its hand through. So there's a good chance that this thing could attack through a wall. 
But the gray in the data foundry was totally different. I thought. I thought that like this is like a dumber version of a gray. It's like a gray dog or something. I can't like. Well, I don't know. It's just a you're gray, the, you're the, you're the GM. You, <laughs> you basically gave us the answer, so I suppose it can't go through. Maybe. Sorry, it's not even an alien. It's just like a gray golden retriever. Just like but you said that <laughs> I could see it phasing just or attempting to phase a moment ago, right? I say like a chihuahua. Yeah. It's when you but, shot it, it phased. Yeah, like the point is that like it didn't meet the phase that it that it it didn't meet uh, okay. the, the, the like twenty percent mischance. Got it. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll take a turn to do it though. I, I don't know. It's maybe we get some time. We'll see. Anyway, it's done. Shad or whatever closed it, so mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the name of your? Of your I'm, it's Chad. still. Chad. I'm not sure. I have to find out. But for now, it's Chad. I feel like if it's, it's Chad, Chad, it's Chad. He's like, all right, like, bro, I'm gonna do it. Ah, here's done. what do you want me to do. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, Chad. That's Chad. By the way, say hi. Hey, here's. I'm gonna split and uh, go down to the shore. You want to come? Yeah. <laughs> Later, Chad. <laughs> Later, bro. Just like. My mic dropped, bro. Fixing, <laughs> and then that was Chad. He, he was messing with you. <laughs> Silly Chad. Silly Chad. Fixer for kids. Uh, okay, here's you close the door, or Chad closes the door. Do you want to do anything else on your turn? Um, yeah. Here's just gonna back the fuck up. He's gonna GTFO. get behind these other two doors for now. Okay, uh, Nico. Top of round two. It is your turn. So Nico is gonna look back. He's gonna look back at Rick. He's like, Rick, you want to take a you want to take a swing at this thing with the weapon with the melee weapon? I would like to stay alive throughout this combat. So, is that a yes or is that a no? <laughs> that's a that's a negative that's a Ghost Rider. That's a what? <laughs> Ghost Rider. <laughs> okay. Ghost Rider. So he doesn't wish that. No. Nico is gonna. Then he's like, ah, God. And he's he's gonna look back at everybody, shake his head, say, "You want something done right? You gotta do it yourself." And he's just gonna oh, like, God. Nico's gonna die. Nico's, <laughs> Wait, how much HP do you have? Nico, Nico's gonna step over one to the left, and he's gonna say, "Rick, just open the door." And he's gonna he's gonna just ready in action to strike with his dueling sword that he has in his hand. Oh my God! How much HP do you have? What it's, you know, it's, doing? You can probably open the door and move. Like I'll let you do that. Like like you could use your swift action just open the door okay so nico's gonna he's gonna use a swift action he's gonna he's, he's gonna open the door just a smidge and he's gonna swing his dueling sword at the gray that's right at the door wait so are we, are we restarting initiative order this is the next round yeah where are where in round two yeah nico's at the top of the round and you never answered me how much health do you have Oh, Nico. it's not the smartest idea in the world. Fifteen stamina and seven health, so I can take. Yeah, one exactly. Hit. I could take one hit. Yeah. Well, Chad went through all that trouble of closing it. Now you're opening it up to die. I'm a little worried, but I suggest that move. we pull back and have Chad open the door again and, That's a good and idea. try to take this thing down before. All right. It well, us. it's Nico's turn. So Nico, it sounds like you already opened the door. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm, oh. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I want to let sorry. you guys strategize, but it, it's I'm Nico's sorry. turn. <laughs> Nico already opened the door. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I have to agree with John. As much as I tactically, in hindsight, believe you guys are right, I, I opened the door. You got to no. stick with what you play. <laughs> Damn it! Oh you got to stick with what you play. Well, I'm no gonna one... say that yeah. you just like punch the console and just overrode any like like short Jeez. opening and just unless you no, want no, no, only no, no, no. you're only a smidge. Only a smidge. Only a smidge. For truth, as he gets sliced <laughs> down by this. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> <laughs> now nah, he's just doing it and just just like frustration like son of a he's just like son of a beep, and he's just gonna go slash it nick tell us all about your backup character yeah <laughs> all right uh, well, he's like jeffrey goldblum but no <laughs> oh that's good i did i'm down for a jeff goldblum character if y'all have made your backup characters so keep that mm-hmm. in mind uh nico you open the door it opens and this mouth dripping oh with God. just gray fluid mm-hmm. And these giant fangs. I'm going to show it again here on roll 20 mm-hmm. so you guys can just see. Yeah. It is fierce. And this tail is like whipping in front of you. Yep. And you take a swing. Maybe your last one ever. Take Maybe it. my last one ever. Maybe your last one ever. All right. Um, I'm so going to say that it probably has plus one. 
Uh, on the D6. Would it make sense that with a ranged attack, there would be cover, but with a melee attack, it would be partial cover? So it's a little less because I feel like you might have or or is it just cover across the board? I'm going to do my um, I'm going to do my combat or no, my combat expertise. Wait, hold on. It's just cover because I'm going to say it has cover against you, Nico. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Grant option. Wait, this you're an expert at dealing challenges yeah, to test your skills. Uh, can I use combat improved? expertise here? Uh, you make an expertise tag. Yeah, I can actually. I can make a bluff against this character. Make a bluff. I'm using social life. skills to get the upper hand. So the bluff check. <laughs> just right. like they taught you in the boardrooms. So the way this works again, just in case we haven't, just in case we've forgotten, is. Uh, prior to your attack roll, attempt a skill check using the chosen skill with the DC equal to 15 plus one to one half your target CR. If you succeed at the check and your attack hits, you roll an expertise die and add the result to your damage roll, and the target is shaken for one round. Oh, that sounds sounds nice. If that works. So, all right, here okay. we go. Here comes Bluff, and he's going to be like, "Hello, ugly." Oh no, no, no! That's not what he's going to hit. He's going to say it's like. Hey, uh, you already said it. Oh, it's too yeah, late. Okay. There's no way to anything anymore. He's, he's gonna. Hello, ugly. Hey, I can see your ding dong there. <laughs> he's gonna attack. Oh my god. Eighteen plus oh. nine. Yes. Wow. Wow. At least you get a good hit in before you die. Yeah. yeah. So. so okay. So what you're saying is that. Uh, I need to make a what check? With the chosen skill, with the DC equal to 15 plus one to one half your target CR. Okay, cool. All right, and what's and what? What am I rolling? Will, reflex, fortitude. With the DC, I don't know. Sense it just motive. Says with it, I'm doing bluff. So oh oh, you need to roll that, and you need I to roll bluff that's, check. That's oh, right. That was 18. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you said no, attack. It was 18 oh, plus. Was 18. My bluff was 18 plus nine. Got it. So oh, that's against sorry. your CR. I thought that was for the attack. Yeah, you definitely bluff. It looks down at its ding dong, and it's like shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> Damn it! Because Grace, Grace definitely have gender like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so Good okay, job. and wow. then your attack. So now it is shaken for at least a round, right? So um, if you see it at the check, hits. Uh, okay, cool. Um, so this is what <laughs> happened. So it's going to be shaken what? for one round, um, but it also adds one d six to your well. damage. Yeah. Okay. Is it? It's shaken for a full round. Yep. For all of us to hit. Okay. Cool. So, so I now- get to roll two d six, I think. Um, that's and I know cover hasn't come into play yet, but yeah, roll for your attack. Oh, I got, I got to roll for my attack now. Sorry. Reading, reading improved cover. It says in cases when such, um, when a target is behind a gun port in a defensive wall, cover provides a greater bonus. Mm. Uh, I think it's, I don't. Know. It's just reg, it's just regular cover. Okay. All right. Uh, How does, it's like it's big enough for you guys to like chop through and shoot through. It's not yeah. improved. If. If it were on the next square up and you all had to lean over to get it, maybe that would be improved. You have house, to lean into the room. House 15 against KAC. 15 against KAC does not hit. Oh, dang it, this thing. Because of the cover. As you swing down, ching, you just misjudged and it hits against the door. All right. Rough. Rough, but it is shaken, right? So it's minus yep. two to ability checks, attack rolls. Uh, saving throws and skill checks, oh not bad. So it has. It must be really scared of its own ding dong. <laughs> it's got a minus so. two to hit you and kill you. That's true. Nico, it does. So. Well, and unseen you have cover servant. against it. Yep, unseen servant can it. still close the door too. So that's correct. Unseen. Not before unseen servant next turn. Yeah, and I have cover against it. You do have cover against it. Did you want to do anything else? Uh, before you die? Yes, I do. Can I take a guarded <laughs> step back? <laughs> Sure. No, you already used your move. Oh, that's right. You did already use five feet movement to yeah, move and your swift action to punch the door to open it. Yep. I'm, I'm done with my turn. Damn, All I really right. wish I hit this thing. <sighs> rough. I really wish you th- would think before you. Rough times at Fairmont High. <laughs> All right. 
I don't know if well, Chad has to wait until the next turn. It just says that he can like keep like repeating the same activity you know, over and over again, but <laughs> Hey, did you say my name? <laughs> yeah. uh, yo, you just want me to like push this button over and over again? Alright. Yeah, hey, uh, did you say my name? What's up? <laughs> hey Chad. Yeah, bro, I can do that. <laughs> sure, man. Yeah, that's fine. We'll get some briskies later. <laughs> yeah. Some course. <laughs> Not some natural ice, right? <laughs> some natties. <laughs> yeah. Probably the worst. All right. You guys ready? <laughs> it's the Great Bounder's turn. I think this actually is kind of an important question. Can Chad, like, repeatedly do the same activity, or does he have to wait until my turn? I, I feel like it's on your turn. Okay. That's, right. that's, that's my gut check. I, what, what is this spell called? It's called Unseen rules. Servant. Oh, it's already Which apparently unwilling servant. Oh, unwilling guardian. It's weird. Um, unseen servant. Standard action, close range, duration is one hour. Yeah, the spell conjures an invisible, mindless, shapeless force that performs simple tasks at your command. A move action. Yep. Can run, fetch, open unstuck doors. Servant can perform only one activity at a time, but it repeats the same activity over and over again if told to do so as long as you remain within range. So I think, I think on you your. You just tell it. Like as a free action, right? <laughs> it worked. No, it's no. A, it clearly set on a move action, which means Kelly has to do his second. No, you give it action. an order as a move action. Yeah, it orders a move action. Yeah, it doesn't. S- but it can continue to repeat. That's what I'm confused As long about. as you tell it. It doesn't say whether it has to wait for this my turn. This is amazing. Or not. I think like this should work. I time, feel like. But it repeats the same activity over and over again if told to do so yeah. as long as you remain within range. So here's the thing So it, it's the if told to do so at your command. So I feel like so you'd have to use your next turn to tell it to continuously oh, push the right. button. I guess I did not technically <laughs> say that. That's true. I only wanted and to do. And that's fine. But I am gonna just come down on the fact that like probably once per round it will like push it. Like because this is all happening at the same time within six seconds. Each, John's like, come on, guys, round. you got to give me a fair fight. <laughs> no, okay, but Nico oh, no, no, opened no. it, so the servant, so the servant can go and close it like it did last time. Yeah, it can close the door. That's fine. On here's his turn, yeah. and it's yeah. now the alien's turn. Nico's already dead. We're well, assuming Nico's I'm going to die. Dead. I have faith in my life. This thing gets two attacks, and it took Rick down like 24 points with each attack or two, something crazy. Right, but here's you after the the, the yeah, yeah. So already so gone. The, the way it's, this is going to happen, I'm just predicting, Nico's going to die, and then we're going to shut the door and walk away. <laughs> we're just going to live, live in here for the rest of our lives. This is it. This is what we got. Oh gosh, we we can make food. <laughs> we can make food. If we'll only just... that were the case, Nico. All right, all right. Here's, you said that like, you know, you, uh, it can only happen probably on your turn, but you could tell it to like do that. Maybe you could say it does that whenever somebody comes in and out. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up for more clarity later, but for now, I definitely did not tell him to repeat doing that action or whatever, so... Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, no we had to wait anyway. It's fine. So, just do it on your turn. Yeah, so, Nico, you... Cling! This thing is shaken. You miss. You see it disappear for a second from your view, Nico. Mm-hmm. And as it does, you all hear in your heads, you hear this, like... I told you the first time to leave. You need to leave and you didn't listen. And then its body just moves through the wall into the room that you are in. That's our game. Oh, man. Who called it? There you go. Stupid great rounder. Well, I mean, we've worn well, it down a bit. I feel like, yeah. Did, Not to mention, we, it had that. It also bit. had that damage from the last time too. Don't forget it did. that. It did. It did. Hi there. This is Will Garrett. You've been listening to Will Save the Podcast, episode forty-one, entitled "Homeward Bounder." Get it? Because Homeward Bound: The Incredible Journey. The remake of the classic 1963 film Incredible Journey, as well as the sequel to the remake Homeward Bound 2 Lost in San Francisco, are all super 
relatable movies for you, our listeners, to latch on to and say, oh yeah, I see what you did there. Make no mistake, 100% Homeward Bounder is in no way, shape, or form a dated reference to material that is over 20 years old. Based off of a mediocre children's book that was so well executed and ahead of its time that its author admitted it was never meant to be a children's book. Listen, I'm not saying it's a bad title for an episode because if it were, I would expect you to go onto our website, find us on social media. You'd be banging down the door on Discord, telling us about how bad we are at puns. And I've not seen a single complaint about this episode or any episode. And here I thought it was bounder to happen. See you next time on Wilson. Wilson.